Ahlan, beautiful beings. Thank you for downloading and listening. Please follow, rate, and subscribe to Lyrical Spit on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you may consume your podcast. Feel free to send your emails, or if you have music submissions, send that with your information to lyricalspit at gmail.com. We also have a Lyrical Spit 24-hour hotline, 360-200-8779. That's 360-200-8779. And you may just hear your voice message on the show. You could help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. My wrestling bookings may be halted due to the coronavirus, but you know what? I am also ordained. And I can marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Send your request to debashibookings at gmail.com. If that's too much to take in, that's okay. You can get all the links to this show at lyricalspit.com. Warning, parental advisory is recommended. Oh, f- just listen. This is a Saysahan Dynamite Productions. Huh! 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 <laughs> Welcome to Volume 10 of Lyrical Spit, and I'm broadcasting live from my compound in Tacoma, Washington. I am not a sports entertainer. I am a professional wrestler who loves to entertain you. From this show's bell to bell, from Tacoma to Yemen, and everywhere else and in between, no talking coronavirus, no talking politics. I want this show, Lyrical Spit, to be an escape for you. I am your host, the beast from the Middle East, the Yemeni maniac, the modern-day sheikh, and a proud Yemen-American, Daifallah, the butcher, Dobashi. Okay, let's not waste any time and let's get this show going. I'm going to start this show with Yemenite. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or go to Yemenite.com, that's spelled Y-E-M-E-K-N-I-G-H-T, Yemenite. I will be right back, Yemenite, my way. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam Smad magalu. Magalu. Galo no no who just this is an Some say don't burn bridges, but some of them bridges will take you to hell. Beware where you visit. Round trip can turn into a one-way ticket real quick. Pay attention, get a real grip. Visions get blurry depending who telling the story. Genocide is glorified when you're sitting on the winning side. So how you decide what's wrong and right there when cultures collide and pride? Get in the mix. Some say sky is the limit, but it's only the beginning. I'm trying to make it to heaven, ain't that the point of us living? I'm trying to go beyond the black hole, you can't fathom my ambition. You don't need to be behind bars to be in prison. You don't gotta do drugs to know addiction. It's on you to be different, so if the situation changes, adapt to it, yeah. People say a lot of things, y'all hear them. I'ma go and do it my way, my way. People play a lot of games, all Say a lot of things. Oh, 
For all my Hulkamaniacs that have stuck with me through the thick and thin, train, said their prayers, and eat their vitamins, be a survivor, man. Don't smoke, it's a joke. We have a few guests lined up for future lyrical spit shows. I just got word from longtime drummer of Power Man 5000 and songwriter Adrian Ost. He will be on. He's just crossing the T's and dotting the I's on a project before he comes on so he could talk about it. Also, the artist you just listened to, Yemenite, and also 60 East, soon to be on the show. Stay tuned. All right, I have an email. You've got mail. And this person emailed lyricalspit at gmail.com. The email says, Gabashi, love your new show and format. I have a question for you. Since I have been listening to your show, listeners have been emailing you for advice. Would you please give me some? I have been married for one month. The other night, I discovered that my wife uses mayonnaise on her hair before she goes to bed. She has this preposterous idea that it makes her hair grow faster. She claims that lots of women use it. Gabashi, I don't care to smell like mayonnaise at night. What should I do? From No Mayo. All right. No mayo? Let me think about this for a second. All right, well, there are hair conditioners on the market that are more effective and smell better. Tell your wife that when you go to bed with a tomato, you prefer to do it without the mayonnaise. Hey, this week's guest is going to be professional wrestler Andrea the Giant, so don't go away. You can check out all the artist videos I play here on Lyrical Spit on YouTube. I will be right back. You can check out Ivywood official website at ivywoodmusic.com. This is Ivywood. Amen. Give me your life 
Finances, the other F word. Music, money, news. Welcome to this week's FTOFW Music News. The Rolling Stones have threatened legal action against President Trump over the use of their music at his rallies. They are not the only artists to do so. Over a dozen musicians have instructed the Donald to stop using their songs over the years, including Neil Young, R.E.M. and Aerosmith in 2015, Adele, Elton John, Queen, Earth, Wind & Fire, the OJs, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones again in 2016, Twisted Sister in 2017, Pharrell Williams, Rihanna and Guns N' Roses in 2018, Nickelback and the Estate of Prince in 2019, R.E.M., the Estate of Tom Petty, Panic at the Disco and the Rolling Stones in 2020. Bob Dylan's new album, Rough and Rowdy Ways, debuted at number two this week on the U.S. Billboard charts and in so doing has set a new record. Dylan now becomes the only artist who have achieved a top 40 album in the U.S. in every decade since the 1960s. It is Dylan's 23rd top 10 album and his 50th to get a top 40 position. In the U.K., his new album took the top spot at number one. And finally, our co-host Stormy's biggest guilty pleasure, TikTok, has signed a deal with Prince's estate to license his entire catalogue for use on the app. TikTok's entertainment advisor said the aim is to introduce a new legion of younger fans to his music, and I, for one, am all for that. That's it for this week. Stay safe. For more Music Money News, subscribe to Finances, the other F word. I will be right back with our guest, Andrea the Giant, right after this hip-hop bluegrass group. You can check them out on gangstagrass.com. This is Gangstagrass, nickel and dime. One, two, three. Just to get a little bottle of pills Cause the man on the television told me There's a cure for all my ills Well, I walked on up to the counter And I told him what I had Now he said, you ain't got no money You can't afford to be feeling so bad Oh, can you spare a nickel, brother? Can you spare a dime? Need a couple more dollars now Just to get me on down the line Hey there, how you doing, Ask the folks? I tell them all the same thing, all black and broken. They think that's a joke, but I ain't playing. It's a whole lot of truth to what I'm saying. See, my bones crack when I'm so pro-black, and I got so many bills, and they ain't those stacks. Hey there, Kojak, sucking on your lollipop. Think I can get a ride over to the trolley stop? I just left one job, trying to hit the next one. Doing what I can do so I can get the check, son. You can keep the weed and dank and mats. I'm trying to get folding green in my bank account, so I... Turn up the tempo, hit the studio in full rock chem mode. Plus, I'm trying to stay out of the court, cause my ex-wife got me for the child support. Well, I went down to the bodega just to get a little Mountain Dew. When I opened up my wallet, there was nothing but a you. Well, I told my situation, I asked him, what do you got for me? He said, I got this knuckle sandwich, and I'll give it to you for free. Oh, can you spare a nickel, brother?
From red dirt out to red hook, I've been rocking mics since before there was a fed book. The left hook, the reason why your man got his head shook. From the PJs where if you slip and get your bread took. Concrete floors made it chilly when the sun down. Somehow we all made it out from the rundown. Proper plan for getting getting played for a dumb clown. Took the last travel road standing out amongst crowds. Old head with the fire of a jit. More heads, you can tell they a liar when they spit. Ball heads on one plex with the lion in his kits. All set is really nothing if you climb with the fifth, huh? I'm cooking cast iron in a pit. Your bread ain't really thick if all you buying is a fit. I cut it up in sections, then I fry them till it's crisp. It sees a little, little more than required for the fix. Well, I could not pay my ticket, and I could not pay my bail. Well, the judge couldn't pay me the time of day, and he throwed my ass in jail. Well, they gave me a nickel and a dime, and they placed them upon my eyes. For it cost much more to keep me here than it did to let me die. Oh, can you spare a nickel, brother? Finances, the other F word. Music, money, news. I'm Elo, and here is your FOFW money news. The COVID virus continues to create change around the United States, according to CNBC. Apartment rent prices in San Francisco have fallen by 11.8% year over year as companies, specifically in the tech sector, welcome the idea of more people working at home. Many people who work in these industries are no longer facing long commutes and are starting to vacate the city. This trend could continue into more major cities as the work-from-home movement progresses. In other news, Oakland County has launched a new program to help residents who have fallen behind in rent, mortgage, or utility payments. The program can grant up to a one-time payment of $15,000 per household for qualifying residents. Oakland's County Board of Commissioners approved a $5 million allocation from the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, also known as CARES, according to Patch. And finally, according to U.S. News, stimulus checks to U.S. residents as part of the CARES Act has temporarily staved off poverty numbers for 2020. Unfortunately, this is a side benefit and will not address the long-term problem. I'm Mello, and that's your Money News. Until next time, follow us on social media at Finances, the other F word. I would like to introduce... And I haven't seen her since Rumble in the Redwoods 2019, and I was saddened when this year Rumble in the Redwoods was canceled. But it's my pleasure to have a true sister on the show, Andrea the Giant and the Two Giant Wonders. How are you doing? How you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good. So I, I got a quick question right off the bat. What are the two giant wonders? Number nine and number 10. <laughs> okay. I, I could live with that. Uh, uh, all right. Before we start off, I'm going to, I'm going to spin the first time, first timers of random question. I'm still trying okay. to drink some coffee. I was up a little late last night, so just bear with me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to spin the wheel. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. All right, here we go. effect sip a little more yeah <laughs> there we go all right here's your first time random question and it is let me see i'm opening up the envelope okay who would win in a cartoon battle Elmer Fudd when he still had his rifle, Hong Kong Fooey, or Captain Caveman NY? Oh, I would say Captain Caveman because um, he was just the more aggressive dude. Okay. 
Okay. Plus, also, I had that nice uh, club of his, which was super sized compared to the shotgun that Homer was never really able to go and point at anything. And Kung Fu, he was just usually a little late and sloppy in his uh, attacks. <laughs> what was the better cartoon, in your opinion? Oh, God, it kind of depended. Uh, I, re- I remember tons of Elmer Fudd and Daffy Duck and and such, the, the Looney Tunes. Um, always enjoyed that. Uh, but I was also uh, a fan of Kung Fu. So, yeah. That's, a, that, that, that's there, too. Um, the Caveman, well, I seen him every now and then. You know, I knew of his existence. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. We broke the ice. You know, I want to give a shout out to Joe, to all the room and the, to all the Rumble and the Redwood fans. The show will be rescheduled as soon as it is. I will announce it. I might even have Joe on this show. Um, yeah, I was kind of sad that it got postponed. We had fun last year at the Rumble in the Redwoods. Oh, we had tons of fun. And folks that don't know, Joe is one of the best promoters to work with uh his shows over um in eureka california in my opinion are some of the best shows that i've ever been to um always exciting i've been there since the the first show um due to some trauma to the head i don't remember all of them since then but um yeah they were they're definitely good all right let's go back in time a little bit what was your first recollection of professional wrestling, whether it was live or not, or if it was just on TV? Okay, so it wasn't live. It would have been on an old black and white um, TV, the kind that you would find in the, the furniture cabinets of old. Um, my grandmother was uh, watching wrestling and introduced me to it. And um, I kind of remember the match because it was a ladies' match of all things. And um, the one lady that was on it was Susan Tech Screen. And what was way cool, since that was like my first memory of wrestling, uh, she ended up being one of my wrestling coaches. Nice. Years later. Nice. Yeah. So what was, what, what gave you the wrestling bug? What was that one moment you knew that was, that's what you wanted to be? Oh God, it was, it was exciting, the craziness, the crowd. Um, yeah, it was, you know, a lot of action. And it just looked very interesting as a child. Um, and I just got hooked on it. It, it. For me, it is essentially the Looney Tunes cartoon live. It's crazy stuff that really catches your attention. And it's always changing and enjoyable. Was was there just one moment that it just clicked and said, you know, wow, that's what I wanted to do? Ah, geez. You know, over time, I've always enjoyed it. Um, actually, it wasn't until I was much older, and I had a really late start in wrestling. Um, I didn't start until I was 39. But um, I, my daughter uh, was like, oh, I love WWE. I want to learn how to go do this and this was just at the point where the internet was coming to be and trying to get out there and find how do you become a wrestler? You, you just couldn't do it. You had to know people. Um, and so I searched for a while, didn't find anything. And then a couple of years down the road, I was doing roller derby and we had a cross promotion uh, with a wrestling group, uh, Ring Horse Carolina. And got into the ring, and as soon as I stepped into the ring, it was like, this is cool. And then we got in and um, did our little spiel, and that was done. And if anybody's been to an indie show, um, the promoters always delay a little bit to fill the seat. And this was the case here, and we ended up going out and doing another um, promotion of the, the roller derby. And at this time, we did Indian leg wrestling. Oh, wow. Just something that we did at our after parties when we were all a little um, tired out from the the derby match and drinking a good bunch. So um, 
we were in the ring and we went through every every girl that was there i went through i went through the refs and we invited people in from the audience and i remember this like 300 pound dude coming in like i'm gonna kick your butt <laughs> and i'm like okay got over and i just flipped him and he was so pissed off it was awesome um and just the fact of being in there and entertaining the crowd for that little bit i was hooked and you know that evening um probably 15 minutes later i ran into the promoter and i'm like how do you uh become a wrestler and um he said well show up here uh next weekend and we said range the time we were there and then i was there every single week training after roller derby i was doing both for about a year and a half and then switched over to doing just wrestling just because it was more exciting you had full control of everything um and and more ability to travel to the different locations now speaking of roller derby does mo quadzilla sanders ring a bell not for me what's that not for me oh okay okay He's a good friend of mine. I grew up with him. We went through, you know, school together. And, uh, you know, he was in X Games. And then he he basically travels and he skates for a living. That's what he wanted to do. And and he, he's a big name in, in roller derby. And he goes around to sem- seminars and travels the world to get his own, you know, skate line. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I see a lot of similarities with roller derby and pro wrestling, you know. Quite a life, they go you know. Hand in hand. <laughs> exactly. They go hand in hand. If anything, I'd say derby is a little more difficult on the body. I've seen so many broken bones. Really? Um, and, yeah, we always had um, uh, EMT staff, uh, ambulance, or, or first day kind of uh, vehicle outside, and we used them, too. Um, I remember skating with this gal, and we hit her, and her leg just snapped. Ooh. And, you know, we all took a knee, and they, they ended up hauling her off, and she was off skis for a couple months, and then came back. But that, that was a regular occurrence of bloody noses, bruises. Heck, I had a hematoma on my left thigh Ooh. that lasted for six months. Wow. And it was great, too, because it had a fishnet pattern in there. Um, pictures up on my Facebook somewhere. But, yeah, that was the coolest thing. Um, wow. Unfortunately, I couldn't feel my leg that night and stopped working. But, um, you know, I was back on skate Wow. the next week. Yeah, got a question for you. I remember when Glow the Series first came out on Netflix, you know. I remember, yeah. you know, and I've talked with Sonny and them about it. And I remember watching it. At first, I was kind of pissed because it was nothing like, you know, the true story of Glow, right? Right. But then, but if he took that out of the equation and just watched the show, it was actually pretty good. I I actually binge watch it every time a new season comes on. What's your thoughts on it? Um, I didn't like it. I never got. I, I knew it was embellished. Um, I just knew too much from the wrestling side. I knew all the girls. Right. Um, I even tried out for, for Glow on the reboot. Was was past it before the show was canceled. Um, I just had too much respect for the ladies. Right. And so I was too close to it and didn't like it from that standpoint. Um, and the fact that some of the embellishments uh, I thought were in bad taste, um, I knew that the individuals involved. Um, I just never really got into it. Um, but, you know, there's elements there that can draw you in. If, you, if you're not the insider, in my opinion, I definitely right. see the draw. It just wasn't for me. You know, being the, I'm, I'm a pro wrestler. I've been in there and I've done that. I look at some of the stuff and I'm going mm, to could have spent a little more time on the actual wrestling aspects, in my opinion. And I only caught this was the first season so yeah. it may have gotten a lot better i don't know yeah um yeah i felt the same way it took anyway. me a lot until i just had to take 
the actual glow out of it. And I had to try to focus. Once I, I got that out of the, the element out of it, I enjoyed it. But I was in the same boat as you. Yeah, now I like it from the standpoint of it was bringing more of a spotlight back onto the gals and actually the ladies wrestling in general. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's the generation that I grew up in that, you know, I, I seen Glow. I watched it and I'm like, hey, great. Um, and I know a lot of the, the, the pro athletes in the wrestling uh, world are like, these gals aren't true wrestlers. But yeah, they are. They're just doing it in a different fashion. It's more comedy that was uh, laid on top of everything. But it's there. I mean, they, they have to be respected. They did their part, and that opened uh, the doors for lots of folks uh, to get into wrestling. So I, I applaud the history. Yeah, yeah. So so you said you tried out for the, the reboot of GLOW? Yeah, I actually, um, I was, what was it? Uh, I was wrestling for about uh, two years at the, at that point, and the coach says, hey, they're, they're going to reboot this. You got to get out there. So I ended up taking a flight out, staying in a hostel out there, definitely uh, a low-budget approach, um, walked a, a couple of miles over to the studio, did the thing, and it, it was it was great. They they loved me. Uh, I did a couple of little uh, photo shoots for them, and they're like, "Yeah, you're in." And then we'll be in touch. And then I believe somebody back east uh, won a huge lotto kind of thing jackpot, and hooked up with uh, Jimmy Hart, and they were opening up another promotion over there that was going to be kind of in line with it. And it was they, since they had all the millions of dollars readily available they couldn't compete and so they ended up pulling on that venture did you ever think about promoting disappointing yeah did, did you ever think about promoting yourself uh, pr- you know, um, starting yeah a actually i've been a promoter uh i ran two tna shows over in uh north carolina i had greenville north oh. carolina and Fayetteville. yeah we actually had the the big, um, what was it, 8,000 or, or 11,000 seat house that uh, we brought TNA in. Um, yeah, I had Booker and all the all the folks over there, um, Young Bucks. Yeah, it was, it was a great, a great show. Nice. nice. Have you had any, uh, you know, bites from uh, WWE? No, um, I pretty much feel I didn't because of my age. Because when I'm wrestling, uh, the main years of my wrestling, I'm in my mid to late 40s. And with WWE, they want the younger talent, um, just from liability standpoint. So I think I missed that window, but that's okay. Um, I, I really enjoyed everything with the indie scene. And if I ever had a chance to you know, go over and do a bit with them, I sure as heck would. Um, but wrestling isn't necessarily just being in the spotlight. There's only so many paid positions right. in wrestling. You know, is it between two and 300 that are out there and you're only there for a little bit and out of those two, 300, there's a small percentage that makes big bucks. The other ones are just eating by. If you want to be a wrestler, odds are you're you're not in it for the money, anyways. You're in for it for the for the thrill of doing it and the fans. And for me, it was it's always been the fans. Just the money is the extra added bonus. Yeah, it's it's nice to, to be able to uh, eat and drink while you're traveling and, and actually. You know, come out ahead. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, any anybody that's been in the wrestling scene, you know, everybody just packs in and into vehicles, and we travel, try to keep our, our costs down low. And you know, you always hear the, the stories about the let's go eat a bologna sandwich because yeah. that's pretty much what you got paid to, to eat. You know, it wasn't a good payday. You know, there were some that were here and there which were great. 
um, there was always the, hey, look, I can get a good payday over here. Let's go in that direction and go to that promotion. Um, that's always the case in any job. If you could get paid more, you go there, right? Right. But um, it it was the it for me truly it ended up being the fans. Um, some of the experiences that I had with them and the conversation, they're I, I meant they they touch your soul is the best way to say it. And I truly did not realize that I was impacting people like that until we, I had a couple of conversations. And um, that's just awesome. I wouldn't trade that those years. That's at awesome. All. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we got some emails from our listeners. Awesome listeners. Are you down to uh, answer yeah. them? Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, we're going to take a break. Um, we'll be right back with emails. But first, you could check out Tara Who at TaraWho.com. This is Tara Who Carnivore. I want a bigger house I want a hot new spouse I want to sink my teeth Into some fresh new meat I want my Fancy car Don't need to drive it far Just want them all to see Cruising down fast It's true that I fart, but I wouldn't call myself a farter. I'm a social farter. I really only do it when I'm out with my friends that fart. We hang out, we drink, we dance. Just have some fun being together. 
farting. Sometimes I'll use farting as an excuse to meet a guy. Do you want to go outside for a fart? Yeah. We talk. We fart. Just because I fart at parties now and then, it doesn't make me a farter. back and i'm here with the one and only andrea the giant and we have some emails to fulfill you've got mail you like that old school sound my effect? god that's a flashback that's a flashback <laughs> i figured you'd like it all right uh, okay let's see all right our first email right here uh okay andrea the giant and this is uh, this is from Tammy, and she sent the email to lyricalspit at gmail.com. And it says, Andrea the Giant, what was the wildest story you could tell me that happened to you in professional wrestling inside or outside of the ring? Wildest story. Oh, God. <laughs> um, that's a tough one. Um Wildest story is. Are we going to talk? In, where I imagine we're talking in ring here versus. Well, it says in or out. Or, so. In or out. Okay. Um, I think some. All right, I'll go with this. Uh, so I'm over in Mexicali, Mexico, doing a show. Finish the show, and all the wrestlers are hanging outside of the venue. We're thing about this that and the other thing that went right went wrong that evening and uh kind of waiting for the promoter to come out and give us our, our, our payday and um there's a whole bunch of noise going out on the street and we hear a car squealing coming up and then everybody like hits the deck <laughs> and uh like i'm the only one standing up i'm like what what what's going on um, and apparently this was the car that was going around and randomly shooting people in the area. Wow. Was it the cartel? <laughs> so like a, it was, yeah, something like that. So I'm the only one that's like not in the know because I'm, I'm the, uh, the one from outside the area. And I'm like, what are you guys all afraid of? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I bet you you were over. Yeah, pretty much, you know. <laughs> so I got paid first. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, let's see. Uh, Jesus Walker sent to lyricalspit at gmail.com. Andrea, were you an Andre the Giant fan, and how did you come up with your wrestling name? Oh, um, yeah, simple answer is yes. Always loved his work. Um, the name originated uh, from Baby Doll, who was Ric Flair's ballet, yeah. and then she did a little wrestling back in the day. Shout out and to Baby Doll. At our fed, yeah, and uh, she was um, Andrea the Lady Giant, is how she went later um, after she did a lot of the Ric Flair stuff, and. She was retired in there, and I, my roller derby name, which I wanted to use because you have a persona already established, and lots of people knew me, of Crystal Chaos. We already had a chaos in the um, in the group of wrestlers, so the coach suggested I go, and uh, since I was huge, he said I was huge, and you know, do the the Andre thing. So I'm like, oh. Andrea the Giant ended up out of that uh, conversation. I touched base um, with Baby Doll, and she says, yeah, go run with it. So, um, you know, I had her permission and, and then ran with it and kind of made it my own. And in, in the beginning, the, the the black singlet thing was, was there. And I told my coach, I said, that with the strap over the, the one shoulder, really, I think that'll work with the 
with the two puppies there, so it was slightly <laughs> different. Um, but um, yeah, I went with it, and and back in the day, I was I wasn't as big as I am now. It wasn't until I hit the gym and and beefed up for it. I, I thought I really filled out the the giant billing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I ran with it, made it my own, and um, enjoyed it ever since. And then actually um, had conversations as well along the, the line with uh, Andrea, excuse me, Andre's daughter, and uh, she was quite supportive of everything too. That's so awesome. That's great. That's awesome. You know, you know, I, I feel you. I remember uh, when I moved over to the Midwest and was working there, wrestling there, and uh, kind of the same deal. And uh, but uh, Abdullah the Butcher grandfathered his name to me. So I just used my real name, Dayfala, instead of Abdullah. And, uh, you know, and it's kind of cool when you get legends that give you the blessings, you know, to use the name or kind of carry on the name and kind of help keep yeah. the tradition alive. So that that's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome story. Let's see. Um, oh, no, does uh, Andre's daughter, don't she live in Seattle? She does. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I was... She's up, up your way, uh, you know, she may have moved since the last time I talked, but I'm pretty sure she's up there. Oh, awesome, awesome. Did you, I, I bet she had some good Andre stories, hopefully. Oh, I bet, I bet. <laughs> um, and, and, here, and here's here's a, uh, a, a touch point, too. Okay. I almost had Frenchie as my manager one year. Um, Frenchie Martin? The, the deal never, yeah, it never happens. But, um, you know, that was going to be great if it did. I'm like, <laughs> that would really create the legacy. Oh, yes. Oh, you know, you got to check out. I mean, have you been to the, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum in Wichita Falls, Texas? No, I actually was going to go to it this year. Oh. Um, I was always focused in on going to the, the great CAC uh-huh. uh, events every year. And, um, I've always allocated my vacations to spending all my time at the CAC the full week. And with wrestling, when I was doing it full time, I, I really didn't have time to go anywhere right. else. Um, so, you know, this year was going to be the year. Now everything with the CAC and, and with COVID and everything is, is rest, has just messed up the entire. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, me event and, schedule for everybody. You know, if re- the wrestler right now, you don't ne- may win a match, but you may be dead. In, exactly. In two weeks, you don't know, right? <laughs> and um, so the industry shut pretty much just shut down. I know if you are opening um, or just wrestling to, you know, maybe a handful of people. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it'll it won't be the same for a long time, unfortunately. Um, and who knows, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I was disappointed when the, the Hall of Fame got postponed also. Joe was there last year and me and Chief got invited yeah. to work the show and we got invited back this, this year to work the show. And I was kind of at awe. I had like Mondo Guerrero and, and, you know, Bob Roop and Ronnie Garvin and, Abdullah, Butcher Vishan, all there, you know, got to perform in front of yep. them, cut promos. I was kind of like a, uh, I was marking out. I, I, you know, nothing wrong with that. I was kind of at all. The, the, the f- thing I'll never forget, I remember walking into the Hall of Fame, and it's the only pro wrestling brick and mortar Hall of Fame in the world solely for pro wrestling. If you want to check them out, go www.pwhf.org. And, uh, I remember walking into the museum. The first guy that came up and shook my hand was Ronnie Garvin, and we sat down on this, and we sat down and watched uh, Ronnie Garvin versus uh, uh, Greg Gagne from AWA. And I was kind of wow. Cool. It was kind of surreal. But anyways, I'm sorry. I'm kind of embellishing right no, now. No, no, it's all good. No, <laughs> it's, it's on my to do list, and and the closest I've gotten to this at this point is. Uh, Rumbles in the Redwood um, match that I'm in is running in the loop over there at the Hall of Fame, which is totally awesome. Yes, yes. Oh, 
And so is the CAC that that's is that still going on in September or is that being a uh, uh They're talking about maybe postponing it. We'll see, you know. Um a lot of the members are like do we really want to run the risk of getting sick? Yeah. Um so I think that's going to come into play. Especially the so older we'll ones, you know. Especially the older ones. Yeah, well Yeah. Okay, um, got another email um, from Linda Lee, and she said her email. Linda, Linda yeah. Uh, she sent her email to lyricalspit at gmail.com, and it says, Andrea the Giant, do you watch television? If so, what are your favorite shows to watch? Oh, I've watched television from an early age, actually. I was the, my dad nicknamed me the boob tube. Uh, because I watched it all the time. Not because and, of nine uh, and ten, is it? Yes, yes. The, okay. The double D's, double trouble. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I love watching television. That's how I first saw wrestling and continued to watch wrestling off and on through the, the ages. Here, um, I am a sci-fi nut. Um, so, track. Um, anything along those lines started. Um, good stuff for me. I, my my mind goes into outer space and visiting different worlds. And nice stuff like that. I've been dreaming that stuff ever since I was a kid and saw the uh, the Apollo uh, launches to the moon. Now, wh- where were you at when the the Challenger exploded? Remember? Um, I was in college, and uh, I was watching it, uh, uh, and and saw it then. So, yeah, that just kind of stuck in in my head. And I was following the the space shuttle stuff because my high school teacher was in line to um, he was third in line to be the teacher that went up. Oh, wow. It was like, oh, I'm so glad he wasn't on it. Um, And it was just sad. But, yeah, it's one of those moments that kind of, like, burn into your memory of where you're at in time. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got a couple more here. And this one's from Frank the Trucker. Hey, haven't heard from you in a... Yeah, haven't heard from him in a while. Frank the Trucker sent to lyricalspit at gmail.com. Oh, okay. This is for you, Andrea and Debashi. What are your thoughts on the whole cancel culture? Canceled what? You faded out. Uh, oh, cancel culture. Ah. So you can go first. I've been talking a lot here. Oh, well, that, that's what you're here for. You're making it easy for me, girl. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I, are you calling me easy? I might have to get you in a room. Oh, you know what? My back still hurts from the the what was that place we were at? Oh, the the, the pancake house. Yes, the, that was awesome. I'm sorry. No, that was I didn't awesome. realize the building was in the middle of your path of falling. I apologize about that. <laughs> I had to apologize to the people at the pancake house because all their stuff on the inside, the, all the pictures and and whatnot from the museum that was on the other side of the wall ended up falling on the floor and it caused a huge mess for them. To People out. running out thinking it's a big it earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I have that all the time. I actually have <laughs> to uh, call in to the earthquake center over at California when I come in so they don't think it's the big one happening. And just give them the heads <laughs> up and then they kind of understand I'm traveling because it always comes in from like the Reno area across the, to Eureka. <laughs> never know. Well, my thoughts on that, oh, gosh, I could go on. I could go on for hours, but the plain and simple, I think the problem is, oh, gosh, I think all these people that grew up got participation trophies and never knew how to lose, uh, so on and so on. You know what I mean? I remember doing karate. I, I remember, absolutely. Yeah, and I remember I was the one that always lost. Oh, so I always strive to do better. Yes, and you know, and that gave you the drive. And I personally think if if, if you can't take the, the losses, you will not appreciate the wins. 
Exactly. And, uh, I yeah. think, I mean, it's like. We, do, we, have, we have a bunch of pussies around here. I ex- can say that word. So it, oh, yeah, you can morning. say whatever you we want. We don't need it. <laughs> I mean. Um, I- but, yeah, no, it's it's really, it, it's sad. Everything's too PC. Yes, right I mean. Now, you know. I remember growing up, you know, you lose like at a karate tournament or you, whatever, you know, of course I, I might cry or something. You're upset, played soccer, we lose a championship, you cry, but you know what? You got back in, you know, sucked Why it up. Why you cry? It's just you. I never did that kind of a thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just giving like an example. <laughs> I know. <I'm> right. <laughs> yes, I know. I'll make an example of you too. Oh, um, I see. You but... always do. But I mean, you know, and, and, and. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, to me, that that gives the kids what preparation. You know that you don't always win, but you know uh, what? What I want? I'm going to give a good uh, message out of this. Like you don't always win, but losing, you win too because you learn. Yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely, that's the key thing. Um, and people are naturally better at one thing than another, and it helps you find your path to what you're best at. Yes. And that's okay. Um, exactly. And, uh, yeah, you, you, you want to appreciate the, the good times until you've been through the hard times. So, yeah. I remember I remember going on my son's field trip at school, and it's like, you know, they do – we used to – I remember when we went to elementary school, we had field trip, and we had ribbons for second, third, you know, participation, and whatever, you know. And uh, – they didn't even like give out ribbons. I was like, what is this? Or I went to the YMCA and watched my nephew play basketball and they weren't keeping score. And I was like, why aren't you keeping score? I kept score. And yeah, I, it, I always did too. It yeah. Was crazy not to, cause we always competed against each other. They said, well, and the ribbon stuff that was always great for intramurals. Yes. Growing up. Um, yeah. The big climb to have like the school Olympics and, and exactly. And I mean, and, and we, you know, the, 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 all the classes, you know, strive, you know, I remember our big thing, the, 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 the big main event was the two classes went head to head at a uh, tug of war, you know, and it was a yeah. big thing. And it was like, I mean, or like, I remember at the YMCA, I was like, why don't you keep score, you know, basketball, you know, I forgot what they said. They didn't want to upset the kids or something. I just like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I got through it. It's not like I felt bullied or anything like that from not winning at a sport. Yeah. So, yeah, I I really think it has led to a decline in society, one of the contributing factors. Oh, yeah, we don't want to hurt feelings. But that's yeah. part of growing up. It's, it's completely different from being bullied. And it, you know, I'm an anti-bully kind of stuff, but, um, but it's okay to to lose yeah well another it's thing like would you go watch do wrestling why would what would the fans think if both people win exactly you know, exactly like dumbfounded and going like what the hell this isn't this isn't what we paid for wrestling exists because of the good and the evil in the world and it's reflected <laughs> into the ring um and we go from there people yep. cheer for the underdog um there's so many different things that apply due to having a winner versus a loser. Yep. And uh, it's okay. Well, I love the older shows on TV, like All in the Family, The Jeffersons, you know, uh, uh, Sanford and Son. You could never, they could never do any new shows like that anymore. People would be crying. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay. Um, Yeah. Look at what we got going on now. You know, that's probably a huge fall out of it Mm -hmm. when i grew up i didn't care about people's color i looked i didn't understand that right older generation that had that i treat everybody with respect i want everybody to get their education what i don't understand at times with different cultures and such and family rules that's okay i want to learn about them and Mm -hmm. people should take the time to learn because when all said and done we're born and, and we die. We're yep. pretty much all the same. Yep. It's just we have certain little traits along the way that are slightly different. So, All right. We got one last email, and this is from Tommy Tommy Jin at lyricalspit at gmail.com. Are you ready for this one? 
All right, let's go for it. All right. If you had the power to go back in history to change anything that happened in the past that would make professional wrestling better today, what would you change and why? Oh, God. Um, I would not allow WWF to form the way it did. I would have them remain its territory. Now, there's good and, and bad here because WWF and then on to WWE after the lawsuit. Um, hey, we, wrestling's on TV. It brought it to the masses and such. Right. But it killed the indie scene. And I so much, and I've talked to uh, Joe Sousa over at Rumble and Redwoods. I'm like, let's get a federation going. And let's make the territories happen to train the good wrestlers to get them yeah. up to the TV. Um, and then you can really have the local fans back and establish wrestling to where it used to be. Yep. Day. Um, it's hard. I mean, because the TV's there, but in reality, wrestling as a whole has. It has stumbled through through time, and yeah, uh, fans have missed the good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, well, before we take this show home, I want to play some word association with you, and I want to see what comes okay. out of your mind. Are you ready? Okay, I, I apologize in advance. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> okay, ready? Here we go. Peanut butter. Jelly. Jelly. Peanut butter. Mask wearing. Lucha. Soda pop. Ah, use both of them. Carbonation. Boxers. You said boxers? Yeah. Briefs. Okay, briefs. Boxers. Okay. Snowflake. Winter. Glow. Bright. Jellyfish. Sting. Crawfish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I come up with those words. I was just this morning, for some reason, they popped in my mind. So it's okay. Okay. Well, that wasn't so bad. Now, any last words? No, or- no. I, I was I was expecting a little more like uh, provocative words to be tossed out there to put me on the spot. You went easy on me. Yeah, I did. I did. You know what? Next next time you know, I'll, I'll be more provocative. Prerogative, or you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what are you putting in your coffee this morning? You know, um, obviously, <laughs> not enough. <laughs> no, right? Um, yeah, no, it, it's all good. Okay. Well, any last words or plugs uh, before we go and just take it away? Yeah, I'll plug my next show. I don't know when it is, but I hope you're all there and, and alive and safe from this COVID stuff. Um, support your local indie wrestlers, whoever they happen to be. Go to their shows. You never know when they may show up on TV and, and be the next big thing. And it'll be because of you, um, support your kids spend as much time as you can with them because before you know it, they'll be out of the house and you'll be old, um, and live life to the fullest. Um, do what you can when you can and make it an awesome ride. I, that's, that's what I've been doing. That's why I wrestle. And, um, just do it. Awesome. Any plans for the fourth? Yeah, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna do the fourth safely here. We're off at a huddle inside a, a vehicle, my family, and we're driving up to uh, a bluff over in St. George, Utah, and it's about you know, two, three hundred foot rise off the, the rest of the area, and they're gonna launch fireworks off of that. So 
we'll probably park over at the old Kmart and uh, catch a uh, a good glimpse of it. Maybe a box of popcorn in there in the car and do it, and then um, you know go from there. All right. Well, it was a pleasure. I'm, I can't wait to have you on again. I'll be more parag. Para- I can't even say the damn word. You know what I'm trying to say. It's your prerogative if you want to say it or not. Yeah, no, uh, I, I hope we can run into each other again, preferably in the ring. Um, have some fun, entertain fans, and uh, I would welcome the opportunity to come back and, and be on the show. Awesome. Oh, yeah, oh, real quick, social media links. Uh, I'm over on YouTube, uh, one Andrea the Giant. That's no, the number one, Andrea the Giant. Uh, I have a channel of assorted videos up there, good, bad, and ugly. Um, and uh, outside of that, uh, there's a Facebook thing that is uh, Andrea the Giant. You can just find me up there. Got the name, makes it easy. And, awesome. Um, you know, and independent. Uh, wrestling shows throughout the the U.S. when opportunities exist, I'll be there trying to entertain the fans and um, beat the fans as well. Awesome. All right. For all the show links, go to lyricalspit.com. You can leave a message on our 24-hour Lyrical Spit hotline at 360-200-8779. Have a safe and happy 4th of July. And remember, hate don't beat hate. But love has a chance. And you could check out Zelly Vibes at zellyvibes.net. And I'm going to close this show with Zelly Vibes Money Dance. See ya. And one more thing Epstein didn't kill himself. the money the